Okay, we continue in Perak Yud as we finish the Perak and we begin the details of Nikias, which we'll talk about. And we left off by saying uh, page 166 in the art scroll and page 55 in the green. And we wrote, we said, Kia Averus Anikars Yudus Kalasim Lishamarmam, Kevin Shrasam Guluya. Like we said, when you know what you have to fix, then there's no problem because you know what you have to fix. The problems begin when you rationalize and you don't realize that you have to fix things, but you don't even know that you have them. What is going to be challenging for a person after he dies? And he has to give din to Hashem. It's going to be the things that, that he doesn't think there's a problem with them. Which we're going to focus on. Most people steal. There's a minority of people who are involved in relationships that are forbidden. And everybody is guilty of Lashon Hara. Because of the subtle nature Everybody stumbles because they don't recognize it. Because when you don't recognize something, you think you're okay. Ignorance, right, is bliss. Meaning, I don't, I don't even know the difference. David was clean and pure from all of these. He used to go to war very confident. And he would say, let me run after my enemy, let me reach them, and I'm going to destroy them. I'm not going to come back till I destroy them. The other kings were not able to ask that. So since he was totally pure and totally clean, he could destroy his enemy and say, I'm not coming back till my enemy is destroyed. Hashem will pay me back for my righteousness. For my purity, kibar yada yashavli, the purity of my hands, od kibar yada and Hashem will give me back according to what I've done. You get what you pay for. I paid for purity, so therefore I get back whatever I need. That is the purity that we're talking about. Then he said, I will. Uh, the troops are going to. Go, Eredof I'm going to destroy my enemy. And he said, We're at the end of Parakyud. He said, Who is a person who can climb the mountain of God and who can stay there? Somebody who is pure, a pure hands, a pure heart. This meat of Nikias is very hard. The nature of a person is very weak. And he is very easily seduced. His heart is very weak and he's seduced very easily. And he will permit himself those things that he rationalizes. So we permit the things that we rationalize. Anyone who reaches this level... He reached a high level. He stood in front of a big war and he was successful. 
Now we will begin the details. And like I gave everyone a warning last night, uh, this is a serious chapter. We're going to talk about serious things. If you have difficulty with your relationship with Hashem and you're not clear about how much Hashem loves you and you're not good like that and you're uh, insecure and you're defensive and you can't deal with it, then I would uh, suggest you close your ears or not listen. But uh, Tay, it's, it's your... I'm, I'm, going, I'm going further. Says the Midas Anikias. There are many things that a person has to figure out that he is in denial about. And he will begin with number one. There are 365 don'ts. What it means is that you're pure from anything bad that you do wrong. Even though every area the Yitzhahara wants to get you. There are types of Averos that you are going to be more weak in. And in those, you're going to rationalize more. So every Avera the Yitzhahara wants to attack you, but there's certain Averas that the Yitzhahara is going to be even harder to control, and you're going to rationalize, you're going to be like, what? What are you talking about? And here we begin. When it comes to being a robber, and it comes to stealing, and it comes to illicit and negative forbidden relationships with women, you are going to want them. Here it goes. Everyone's people are going to say, I'm not a, I don't steal. I don't go ahead and t- put my hand in someone's pocket and take his money. Most people will taste being a, a, a ganav with their businesses. They'll say, oh, I'm allowed to go ahead and do something a little bit, whatever, because I'm trying to make money. There are many things that were said about someone who steals. It says, Don't lie to your friends. There's so many different parts to being someone who steals. That involve business. Here he goes. It's not just going ahead and stealing money from someone. That's a problem. Anything that will cause someone to lose money in a certain way is considered like you stole. I'll just give an example to all of us here. Anyone who's in a room, right? You take someone's shampoo without permission. You stole. You take potato chips. You take something. Even if you say, oh yeah, it's okay. You take an extra cup from yeshiva. You take an extra, again, I'm not, no one's, no one's, I'm just saying facts. These are facts. It's black and white. You go ahead and a person wastes his time and his parents are investing in him. A person does certain things. You are, you are stealing. That's what he says. Listen to this. Rabbi Yehuda said, it is us sir, for someone who's in a store. It would be usher to convince these children to eat 
um, by giving them candy, by giving them these nuts that they would give out. But the only reason, the only reason it's mutter, because the store owner next door can do the same. Same. Otherwise, you're not allowed to do it. Vamruzal, listen to this. Kasha gezel hedget mi It's worse to steal from a person than it is to steal from God. Shazeh hikdim chet the hate of stealing from your fellow man is worse than stealing from God because the Torah put it first not to steal from man. For our pitchers, our poem, listen to this. If you are working for someone, it's a babai You don't have to bench. You don't have to make hamotzi. Why? You don't even have to say kriyashma. Why? Because you owe the person who hired you to work for him. The only thing you're allowed to do is the first parasha of Kriyashma. Why? Because he hired you. You owe him whatever it is. A person is working for someone. If someone hires you and you go ahead and you are doing something else during the time that you're working for him, no matter what, you can go ahead and be davening a long mincha. You can go ahead and you can be saying kriyishma. You can be benching. But you are a goslin. Of course, if the balabayas lets you, if the boss says, take a break to daven. If the balabayas, the boss tells you, you can go ahead and you can take your time to take a break. That's one thing. But if he doesn't, you're not allowed to go ahead and do any of these things that he says. I'm not paskening la halacha. But it's very close to halach over here, what he's talking about. He's saying a person has to be very, very, very careful when he's working for someone, when he's involved in anything, when it comes to taking something that doesn't belong to you, as he's going to continue talking about it. Nine minutes and 45 seconds. All this will begin to do, what hopefully this will do for each and every one of us, by learning nine, not even ten minutes, will give us an awareness, as he's going to say, Nikias. What Nikias is going to do, it's going to break down all your walls that you think, I'm good with this, I'm good with this, I'm good with this, I'm good with this. And you're going to realize that you got to work on this, you got to work on this, you got to work on this, you got to work. That's why I keep on saying, if you can't handle it, if it's too heavy, get out of the kitchen. But we're going to be constantly talking about the things that you got to work on. And the Masil Sharma is going to teach us all the things that we think we're okay with when we're not really okay with. Hashem will help us. This 10 minutes will keep the Yitzhahara away at bay. And Amir Tushem, all the words of the Masil Sharma will enter our hearts and minds to change us to be better people. Thank you.